Good evening and welcome to We Book Celebrities. My name is Danny Schill. And good morning. My name is Dan Muller. Switching it up. Just in case you might be listening to this at a different time. Or have hope your lunch is good. Yeah. I was going to say if your lunch is good, fuck you. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't, don't wish you the best. Don't care about your roast beef sandwich. Nah. You could hummus. do better than that. You could. Go get something fancy. I don't know what's but roast beef is probably pretty good. You <laughs> it's could, not, I, you could I be like doing it. much worse. You like some Braunschweiger? I don't know what that is. It is a weird meat. It's a German <laughs> borderline paste that is a meat. It's like a uh, meat spread, kind of. But like you can cut it, and you it's kind of like a bologna. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and it's disgusting, but it's really good. You like it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can uh, get an Aldi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know you're a big uh, Aldi <laughs> proponent. Big supporter. Hey, I just want to say this before we get into anything. Yes. I saw your band last Saturday. Yes, you did. And you were a great drummer. Thank you very yeah. much. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, that performance. It is super fun. Um, I think Derek molds. Uh, oh, you know what he liked? He was losing his shit during your song where Colin just sings that it's cool to fart and pee <laughs> And poop. Like, Derek loved that so He was so actually much. into it? He was dying. <laughs> like, people were looking at him because he was laughing so hard at, the, at those lyrics. I did not see him <laughs> at all. It's the most juvenile song we have. It, it absolutely is. And I am. I like that he is tickled by it. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody else was kind of just like bobbing their heads it's, to the music, but Derek was losing his shit. Because <laughs> if you don't really think about the lyrics, I guess it's just like a nice melody and a nice song. Right. But you got Colin up there repeating that it's cool to poop. It's the most colony song. It is. <laughs> there is. Colin Bullock, for some of you who do know this <laughs> yeah. inside Chicago stand-up world. Right. But thank you. Yeah. Uh, I greatly appreciate oh, I, it. I had a, a good time checking you guys out. It was super fun. So, um, I listened to the It Follows soundtrack on my way here. Have you seen the movie It Follows? Um, yes. Yeah, that's the uh, where like your killer is is contracted through sex yes like the, some demon comes for you based on a sexual disease kind yes of, it is following you is passed on uh as you have sex with another person yeah i downloaded the soundtrack before i went to see the movie that's a really weird soundtrack yeah if i remember correctly i like yeah it's a weird creepy it's a really good soundtrack and uh, i listened to it on my way here just to get in the spooky creepy mood that's very that's very responsible of you. Yeah, just I wanted to kind of set it set it up right. Just get that feeling, just that atmosphere creep. Absolutely, um, because it is R.L. Stein who is here, the master of uh, uh, childhood horror, adolescent scares, adolescent scares. I was looking for some type of alliteration I could use, but I got no. I'm, I'm I'm good with childhood childhood scares. Yeah, it <laughs> makes him sound really creepy, and he is. He is. He's a creepy man. I found out that you are as big of a fan as the bo- of the books as I am. Right. I don't know what it was, but something about people our age like really got obsessed with those books. Yeah. It was a cool thing to collect. It was a cool thing to read. Um, we talked about how the artwork is so fucking awesome. I stared at those covers over and over and over again. Yeah. And I think a nice touch of his. He had like a three-line little blurb at the be- like on the cover. 
of each one. Oh, to kind of give you a preview of what the story was well, about. Well, no, it was even like there'd be puns or there'd be like little oh, jokes. Yes. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. And I I can't... Do you remember any of them? I mean, like, you know, it'd be a killer good time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I Now I do know what you're saying. Yeah, because uh, the curse of the mummy's tomb... Who will wake the or no? What will wake the dead? Which is not a good one. <laughs> yeah, not his best effort. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, here you go. A night in terror tower, um, which you guys would recognize the cover. Obviously, mm. uh, it's a good artwork. But the tagline is: "It's gonna be a L O N G night." Also, don't know what that means. I don't know. Maybe we don't have the best <laughs> examples right now. And but he, some of them were clever. Yeah. As, especially if you're like a third grader. Right. It's very clever. You love some of those yeah. for sure. Night of the Living Dummy. Night of the Living Dummy Two. Oh man. Family of the Living Dummy. There are some good ones really, in there. He really liked that storyline. Yeah. Wanted to keep building on that. Remember the uh, the Halloween mask that like took over a kid's yeah. face. What was it? What was the one called though? It's called like like the haunted mask. The haunted mask. Yeah. yeah. There's a cover with a girl putting the green mask on her face. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second one. He made you know he found a good plot and he would stick to it mm-hmm. and find a sequel. Yeah. Or a third. He really found those those he ponies that he just ride forever. So yeah, he's uh he'll be here in just a little bit. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. Um, I hope uh, he. Gets here without incident. I know he looks like a kind, kind of a suspicious weirdo, and I hope uh, he doesn't get any hassle from uh, cops or who knows. Yeah, or whatever. I don't I, know. Just, I would not trust him. If I saw him, you know, walking outside my house, I might call the police. Yeah, he's a scary looking guy. <laughs> not even like cross the street or walk the other way. Just immediately call, <laughs> just the, call police. the police. Yeah, there's something about him. What would you tell the cops? Just oh. be like, there's a very creepy looking man hanging out. I'd I'd appreciate if you if you took a look, uh, son. What what do you want us to arrest him for? What counts? So I I don't want you to arrest him. I just want want you to make sure he's he's doing right. Not creeping through windows. He's not creeping through windows. He's not just slinking behind cars. And <laughs> he would be. That'd be very very unfair to do. <laughs> but he he is an odd looking fella. That mole. Is he's so got a, unfortunate. He's got a mole on his like upper forehead, and there's not like it's a lot of forehead. Jesus, yeah. And then just that mole right there. I'm not an advocate of any type of cosmetic surgery right. or elective surgery or whatever. I I don't generally support that. But as much money as he has, he should get that removed. Yeah, because he'd be he'd he'd look a lot better, a lot less creepy. Yeah, but maybe he's embracing the creep. Maybe maybe he's like I can't I can't fight what the universe has given me mm-hmm. you know they it, it's blessed me with all these dumb stories and these dumb kids buying them up and i have a lot of money so let's not tamper with that why not we can ask him this we can i think be, so yeah we can be very upfront and rude about his appearance when he's here that's the way to do it all right well coming up next is rl stein right here on we book celebrities i got a sponsor We book celebrities, Dan. He's not here. He's not. Um, I don't know. 
like I, I heard a ring at the door. No, I I, I was getting a drink, so yeah. I don't know what happened. No, that like he was here. He was here. That's what I'm trying to say. Like he was here. Okay. Um, rode up in an Uber. Oh, nice. Yeah, you you want to? You can know, afford an Uber. Give give the small guy some money. Uber's probably not the small guy anymore at this point. No. Um, not the little guy anymore. Their drivers kill people. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> this is probably old news by the time this is released. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it might be a little bit, but um, they might be burning him at the stake at that point. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's how people, uh, capital punishment now works, is just burning at the just stake. Just the next week. Yeah. yeah. The next week. The next Monday, you are burned at the stake. Via fire. Via fire. And yeah. You get talked on. Um, there is uh, a full moon out right now. Yeah, I noticed that. That was kind of cool that we set this theme up around. I don't. We didn't even plan on it. But no, it's I was neat. Walking, uh, walking back to my place earlier this evening and saw a nice full moon. Cool. And I got excited. I was like, oh, this is a great way to uh, get into the mood for R.L. Stein. Sure. But I walked outside, and he turned into a werewolf. No. He, he did, Dan. <laughs> I Dan. Well, I, I, listen. I I don't believe this. Our listeners don't believe this. No, I'm not lying. Like, I heard a howl that I can't even begin to describe. And <laughs> you you know, like when like Michael J. Fox or Jack Nicholson or all these people have turned into wolves. I don't remember when Jack Nicholson turned into a wolf. He was in the movie Wolf. I think. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know that one. It's a good one. Is I, it? I would say go see it. But anyways, he, he turned into a real werewolf, ran off was with a kid. What? He had a kid in his mouth as he ran off. A human kid? Yeah. So there was a lady walking up with the kid and uh. then howled. And the woman goes, ah. So a kid's dead. And we don't have a guest. And somebody has a dead child. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a guest is what... Is more important. Did you call the police? Or no, anything? I didn't. All right. Well. I mean, I <laughs> probably should have just at the sight of... Because he was R.L. Stein at first. You saw him. He waved. And then all of a sudden, like his hand just got furry. Got furry? Did he look up to the sky? He and, howled. And give he a howl? gave a horrible howl and then huh. looked at that kid and wanted that kid. Did, was it like a vi- did he like I don't want to get graphic but did he like tear the kid to shreds or did he just like grab him and run with him just in his mouth just to, and like so you he know didn't, he didn't eat the kid in front of you and no just you know like a mama cat carries their little kitten oh, so it was very delicate yeah I mean it was at least a nice like just kind of by the scruff of his neck okay. and just kind of ran off with the kid okay I mean the mom didn't seem that upset. <laughs> All right, so maybe there is a happy ending. The kid was throwing rocks at houses earlier, like on the way up. Oh, so he deserved it. Yeah. I see. But a kid's dead. He's dead? We don't don't know that he's dead. We don't know that. That's for true. Um, Huh. I wish I was lying. Same. I mean, that's quite a story. At least you have that experience. I can't even blame Kyle for this. Yeah, Kyle Kyle held up his end of the bargain. He got here. I saw R.L. Stein, and he's every bit as creepy. Really? <laughs> Were you tempted to call the police? Immediately. Out? Yeah. Which is weird why I didn't actually call the police once all that shit happened, but I had nine one one in my phone, like I pressed nine and one and one again. Uh-huh. Just like queuing it up. Because he was creepy. Yeah, he's a He weird actually guy. got I was less scared when he turned into the werewolf. No I was kind of relieved. Yeah. It's like, oh now you're just a an animal. 
Right. As opposed to a very uh, <laughs> creepy, unsettling <laughs> human being. We're, be, we're being very cruel to Mr. Stein, but. I mean, it doesn't matter now because, well, animal cruelty, but I think you can talk shit on them and it's okay. To an animal? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think so, as long as you don't yell at it. Um, I didn't have uh-huh. a newspaper to hit him on the nose. <laughs> Nothing. It sounds like he moves really quickly once he's a dog. It was pretty wolf, quick. I yeah. guess, rather. Big mouth, too, because that did was an he, older kid. Did he at any point put on a basketball jersey and... <laughs> Do do some Teen Wolf stuff? No, that would be ridiculous. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Which I have he's never capable of. I have never seen Teen Wolf. But you made teen... you made the reference like a pro. I know he's in it. Okay, um, you've seen images, right? I've seen a few uh, covers. Oh, man, of... I love Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen Actually, Wolf Two. I don't even remember it that well, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting idea. Is it? It's just a teenager instead of puberty. It's wolf. He becomes a wolf, and he's really good at basketball, and he's more popular as a wolf. <laughs> like they like him more as a wolf. And w- girls are into I him. Think, yeah, I think strangely, female women are into this wolf man. Uh, I feel like I would hate this movie then. Yeah, I don't even know if I liked it. <laughs> it's just it's very ridiculous. Teen Wolf 2, I believe it's not Michael J. Fox, it's Jason Bateman. Yeah. Which is uh, just a big continuity error. And Nobody uh, brings it up. Do you think they uh, cast Michael J. Fox because his last name is close to a wolf? I've never thought about it that way, but definitely yes. Okay, for <laughs> sure. All right, well, we are. there's one more wolf out in the world and one less R.L. Stein, so what do we do? I mean, I had questions ready. You have some questions? For, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I did too. I wasn't just going to walk into this uh, without anything prepared. You've gotten a lot better. Yeah, sure. I mean, you are a pro interviewer now. Like the questions no, that I've... I'm more like a color commentator. Mm-hmm. You know? A, you're... Uh, um, who are you? I don't want to say... You're You're Jim Nance and I'm I'm Phil Sims. You know, I just go. make dumb comments. You're You're the one who's really kind of providing... All right, well, fucking R.L. Stein. Well, yeah, he's not here. Just ditching us. Um, I don't know when the moon is high and full. Who knows if that got to go? If he even turned into it because of the moon, he might have just like, oh, I don't have a choice. I have to turn into this werewolf right now and run off. Maybe he just didn't want to do the interview. Well, maybe he got self conscious when he saw that you had nine one (laughs) one dialed and ready to go in your phone. That is true. I did He's make like, it very obvious. <laughs> Didn't even hide it. Yeah. I don't want to put too much of this on you, though. All right. Well, I mean, I guess this is an app first question that I had um, okay. as far as like what scares you. Um, but what animal scares you the most? What animal? Bug or otherwise. Hmm. Yeah. Bugs can be pretty terrible, especially like poisonous. Right. Um. I don't know, man. I'm not afraid of a lot of animals. Really? No, I would be. It's just like I don't encounter deadly animals on a day to day, so it's not it's not any type of real fear. Sure. But I'm trying to think. Do you have one? Yes. And then maybe I'll think. For I'll, sure. Okay. What's yours? Great white sharks are the scariest ah. thing in the entire world. That's that's very fair because mm. you it, you're out of your element when they attack you. I mean, yes. They're for better. Sure. They're by default just better swimmers and can <laughs> ruin you in a water environment very quickly yeah. the helplessness is scary mm. 
Um, their teeth are so frightening to me. Yeah. Yeah. Those those will mess you up. Those jaws and just the layered of just this jangly mouth. I know. Arrowheads. Yeah, it's not even. There's not even any real structure to it, other than like just shred everything to pieces. Right. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me. That's a good answer. I don't know if it's the definitive, like most scary animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever. Spiders. No, I'm not. I'm not one of those like afraid of bug type people. Right. I don't. I don't get that mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Snakes are kind of terrible. I don't. I'm not so much afraid of them as it just like I hate them. I think there's st- I why anybody would keep that as a pet is just like so ridiculous to me. Don't understand. I um, wouldn't know. Like like maybe like a giant and a anaconda that would like strangle you and like try to eat you whole. Right. Is very terrifying. Snakes just seem like a a demonic terrible animal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean the idea of serpent and just yeah. hell and Satan. Obviously. And I, I don't like that, but I don't know. Also have feet. Have feet, you dumb Come thing. On. You jerk. You big idiot. You slithering around for like that. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm the most afraid of them, but I I, I definitely hate them the most. Don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> not afraid, but just not nah. a friend of. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've encountered some snakes, uh some water moccasins. That sounds rough. And uh, the creeping up on you just like, "Oh shit, I'm in water and this thing's mm-hmm. here." That's unsettling, but it didn't ma- it doesn't matter what it is, if it was a snake or if it was It a could sp- be anything. The water is a significant factor. Yeah. You know, cuz like you are not in your natural environment. Right. You know? Just that helplessness has always been so scary to me. Yeah. I actually have a lot of animal attack dreams. You do? Yeah. That's one of your like recurring things. A lot of times. Interesting. I mean, once a month, there's an alligator or a lion no attacking shit. me and my family. No fucking way. Wow. Yeah. I have a recurring dream too, but it's not anything like that. No, it's scary? Uh, it's scary, but it's not animal involved. All right. It's spooky though. That's R.L. Stein related. Do you want me to talk? I, yeah. don't, I don't mean it's totally switching gears. I have a... I have a dream where i've done a crime either by accident or something or whatever and i'm in the trial and i'm being and i'm receiving like the sentence and i'm going to jail for life oh okay. i have that i have that pretty consistently hmm. so is it a different crime every time or that doesn't it's, really it's matter? like the crime is always almost like always vague yeah. and i and like i can i can never remember that aspect of it but i'm always like getting locked up for a long time yeah. like my life is over essentially isn't that the most like reassuring best thing when you realize when you wake up yeah oh it's beautiful it's so or even, but it still takes you a moment to come down from that and be like oh okay yeah i i'm not fucked my i still have a life but it's cool to like you know enjoy your life the next moment like the next day or whatever right yeah like oh at least i'm not dealing with that yeah that that is the nice thing where you're in a situation in your dream and it's like how the fuck am i ever gonna get oh wait this is a dream it just snaps out and you just it's the most have you ever had that like some people can lucid dream and like realize that it's an absurd situation while they're still dreaming and then they can just live out their dream do you can can you do that at all yeah i actually i've um, a couple years ago, I was reading an article and a couple of things about that, of the idea of how to lucid dream. And you taught um, yourself? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'm, I've been trying to do this, honestly. The move that I uh, learned was to put like a dot of ink on your hand 
And every time as you see it, you think about it and you look at it. And you're like, all right, that dot is on my hand. This is real life. Okay. So then like as you're going through your dream, if you don't see it, you realize you're not dreaming. Also with numbers, like if you look at an alarm clock, Mm -hmm. every time I look at an alarm clock, you think, all right, it is this time right now. This is real life. No shit. Because in dreams, things, those in, that type of information is not specific. Everything's so generic. You might not even yeah. see anything you're, on the clock. You're not getting any of that. Yeah. So wait, uh, you're saying always be conscious of what time it is? Yeah. Okay. Which be- I feel like I do already. Yeah. I've heard some different things about this. I've heard you have to be very well rested to do it in the first place. Like, So you have to give yourself ample time to like get a good REM cycle going. So like try to allow for nine, 10 hours of sleep if you can. Okay. Like that's a lot, but that helps. And as you're falling asleep, like keep reminding yourself that like, Oh, I'm going to sleep right now. Anything that happens after this is a dream. So like get into that mindset before you actually go into sleep. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, but like, again, and I've not actively practiced this. Like there was a point where I really wanted to master it. And I just sort of stopped. Yeah. I, I did it for probably a month with the dots on my hand, which felt weird after a while. I was like, I don't know, this is fucking can, stupid. But it was working. Like, Can you do it at will now? Or do you still no, get caught in? I haven't thought about it in such a long okay, time. And okay. without it being like actively. So you know. this, so like say you realize you're in a dream. Can you do whatever the fuck you want can you like could you be like all right i think i'm gonna fly now yeah and you can do that fly jesus christ that's awesome yeah that's so fucking cool i gotta learn how to do this yeah and it's almost always just turns into sex dreams then (laughs) yeah why wouldn't it exactly (laughs) there's zero consequences it doesn't matter you're already kind of in like a dream state anyways and (laughs) it's like yep just sex yeah absolutely You just wake up and like, okay, cool. Like now I'm going to go to work after just dream sex for how, who knows how long. Jeez, that sounds great. I got to, <laughs> I got to revisit it. Yep. <laughs> no, that's, that's super cool. And I, I'm glad we stumbled onto that topic because holy shit. Worth the digression. I think so. Yep. All right. Back to spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We at least had nightmares in there for a little bit. It tied in enough. Oh man. I'm good with that. Um, what is, I would ask R.L. Stein, what is the scariest movie you've ever seen, R.L.? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably The Exorcist is really scary. I think I saw that at like the right time where like it was, it really resonated with me. How old were you? I don't know. Maybe like 18. Oh, okay. 17, 18. Yeah. So like I hadn't seen a lot of horror movies prior to and like that one is is kind of this thing that holds up it's like really creepy the the demonic stuff really resonates with me mm-hmm. i think paranormal activity is really good in the same way yeah and the way it's shot they're making it seem like it's real life too yes um I, those would be my two i guess exorcist 100 percent for yeah. me mm-hmm. i saw it not at the right time. I saw it like 10 years before you did. So I saw it at like oh, 8 like or really 9. Young. Yeah, yeah. Because my dad, it just was on TV. And he's like, oh, this is a good movie. Watch it. And he's never done that. He knows as a kid I was a pussy. Yeah. I was a fraidy cat. And he's like, oh, yeah, you should watch this too. 
and I was traumatized. Even in the edited for TV version. So, yeah, yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And to this day, that movie feels so real. It feels like if I watch it or think about it too much, I'm going to be possessed. Wow. It, I, I had trouble. I mean, I remember seeing it like I was almost in college at the time, and I remember having trouble sleeping like, yeah. uh, after seeing it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the idea of it coming after you when you were sleeping, which was so much more terrifying. Oh, fuck, yeah. All those bed scenes Th- that plays on like the fear perfectly. So much because you know? so. you're in, you're alone. It's you're in the dark, and it's like that totally invites fear. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, the amount of times <laughs> of just sleeping with like a nightlight on and expecting mm-hmm. your body to just start flopping on the bed. Oh yeah, that, and not being able to do shit about it. No, Whew. no and that's the, rough. And the idea of. Um, Possession always terrified me. Mm-hmm. Does it terrify you in the sense that you're going to be possessed or like having to deal with somebody else that's possessed? Um, at the time. Well, yeah, it was definitely me. Yeah. Because really? I, I, get, I get the other side of it. Sure. I which I have not really thought about selfishly. Because c- imagine like somebody that you love who you're really close with looking at you with just like dead eyes and like just like totally not themselves and like not knowing what they're capable of. Like that really... That really, like, if, if somebody wants to freak me out, that's kind of the best way to do it. Yeah. If, like, just kind of, like, <laughs> I, I know you, I know nobody can see this. No, but, but it was. It was tro- It was troubling. It, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. I had never thought about that. Like, even from the mom's perspective in the movie, I never thought about, like, how tough it is for her. Yeah. Because I was a kid, so it was like, I automatically, like, no, I don't want to be possessed. This would be horrible. You don't want to be that person. But watching the other person that you love would fucking I think that's worse yeah if you're possessed you don't really know what's going on right I think yeah I don't think so yeah well I I guess Reagan you can go go in and out of it though when you're possessed and you're kind of like fighting off the demon yourself yeah but then whether you know it or not I don't know because Reagan didn't remember anything at the end yeah it's I mean it's it's obviously not ideal right but But the mom did she's experienced it so that's even worse and more terrifying Uh, also, it supposedly happened in St. Louis. Really? That story, like, who knows? Well, is it is it based on some type of it is in quotes or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it it is, and that one is supposedly based in so St. It, Louis, which made it even more terrifying. It's for close me. to home. Yeah, that's really that's really freaky. I I think uh, just in a similar vein, like the first. Or one of the paranormal activity movies, like uh, she's like slowly becoming possessed by this demon or whatever, the the wife of this husband, and uh, eventually like she is like fully taken over, and spoiler alert, like she finally comes back to the bedroom and like kills the guy, right? And like it's like this slow devolving into this weird thing like where a person like you once trusted and loved is like totally possessed and like capable of this like crazy strength and like fatality move terrifying it's really wild yeah yeah it's like the i don't know man i am really hoping the girlfriend will never be possessed now yeah because i i don't know that's legitimately yeah really weird it's never really crossed my mind but you've Mm. put a new fear in me good yeah so (laughs) i can now share that with you i'm gonna call you at like 4 a.m tonight and just like I can't fall asleep because the <laughs> girlfriend's gonna fucking get possessed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be alright. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I actually watched The Exorcist in college with some friends uh-huh. who had never watched it before. Oh, okay, and I was like, this movie is terrifying. Like, uh-huh. I want you guys to know. Like, all right, yeah, let's watch it. 
and we watched it and halfway through they're like all right i don't know like this is kind of, and then like it hits one of the pick, it, yeah. pick scenes and everybody was just terrified from there on out it's we a, stayed up the whole night we watched like sunday night and they didn't go to bed until their 8 a.m mm-hmm. class we stayed up playing banjo kazooie Oh, nice! Just the happiest. I fucking love that game, by the way. Happiest fun game you could play. <laughs> yeah, get me out of that <laughs> headspace. Just as positive as you could possibly get. You got a ghost going on in there? I thought there was a bug on me. I don't oh, know. I hope not. It is creepy. Yeah, the scariest. I'm just, but, well, yeah, I'm not afraid of bugs, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. But I thought there you, was a bug. I'm more concerned that there's bugs in my apartment. Right. You dealt with it calm, and you kept your composure. I told you, that's not what gets me. That's, yeah. That's not my thing. I can, uh, I can deal with spiders, bugs, whatever. If I see a bug coming, I can think about it and compose myself. Mm-hmm. But if it's just, oh, shit, there is a wasp, a five-year-old girl just screaming, really? just oh, lose it. I mean, wasps, yeah, you obviously need to like get that thing away from you because you don't want to get stung. But I've become much more of a man. Uh, around wasps than I used to. Good wasps for you. used to terrify me. Yeah, they're they're not pleasant. I mean, and I never really got stung by one, but they just look like assholes. Yeah, they're fucking fierce. Oh, uh, as far as scary movies go, did you have a movie RL? Um, we're still interviewing yes. that goddamn werewolf. Um, but I did have a question for him based around movies as a kid that terrified you. <laughs> I was gonna bring this up a minute ago. Okay. Um. Because you you said you watched The Exorcist like way too early, yeah. I remember a movie that freaked me the fuck out. The Ernest Halloween movie <laughs> called Ernest Scared Ernest Scared Stupid. Scared Stupid. Like I don't know. I probably wasn't even that young when I saw it, but like I remember my sister and I were just like crying, terrified at how fucking weird this movie was. Wow. Yeah. It's a bizarre. Is it? There's like weird tree troll people or something. Yeah, and like we just were not digging it at all. It has that unsettling makeup and just look yeah. to everything. But at the same time, it's a fucking Ernest movie. I know. I I never watched that one. I I hated Ernest deep down. <laughs> I guess I kind of hate him too. Yeah. I don't know. There's that type of just like it was an unsettling type of humor and like his face was just too close to the. (laughs) Yeah, he loved putting his face up there. I just didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that guy. And so whenever they would play it on like ABC Family. Yes, it was always on there. On Halloween all the time. Mm -hmm. I would not watch it either. But I was like, it wasn't it wasn't a matter of annoyance. It was like I was very terrified of what was happening. And I felt and like. I always felt ashamed looking back on it. Like, why was I so afraid of that dumbass movie? Mm -hmm. It was sort of like if you get scared by something that's non-threatening, like you feel like you have to react in the other way of like you respond like with hate towards it. And Mm -hmm. that's definitely what I feel because I'm like angry that it got the best of me at that time. Have you watched it again since? No, not. And I mean, I totally would. I'm not afraid at this age, but like, what's the fucking point of watching an earnest movie as a, (laughs) as an adult man? (laughs) Uh, One of my friends was afraid of the witches, which was a kid's horror movie. I I can't remember that. Angelica Houston, the woman from Adam's family. She was, was the wife. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I had never seen it. My friend is terrified of that movie. Really? Um, to this and, day? Yeah. No he shit. watched it as a little kid and was terrified. And we watched it as an adult or like late high school. Mm-hmm. And he said that 
childhood fear in his gut was stirring as he was watching Still. it. Because he was so terrified of it as a kid. And it just stuck with him. Yeah. Maybe I'd have a similar thing. I, I don't think so, but who knows? Maybe. Huh. Maybe not. Did you have... So was The Exorcist your answer to that question? Or is there something else? No. Um, the first scary movie I ever saw was a double feature at my friend's house. Uh, he put on two movies because um, his mom was had a divorce. So it was just he living with his mom. Okay. So like she let him watch all these R-rated movies. <laughs> right. So whenever we go over there, I was like, all right. He's going to show me something very violent and very scary. I need to get ready you to prep yourself. Yeah. Okay. But I love going, like he was my best friend in yeah. grade school. I love going over there, but I was always terrified le- after I left. Okay. Sandman the movie, which I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I remember. That one? No. It, okay. Yeah. He probably gets you when you're asleep. Most likely. Like that's, that's what. Probably. The general idea Sandman just, implies. He turned somebody into a skeleton and it scared me. Okay, that's fair. And then Leprechaun 2. <laughs> yeah, you went straight for the sequel. I never really saw any of the Leprechaun movies, but I remember the idea of them being creepy to me at that age. Yeah. Like in elementary school, I, I heard about it and was very concerned. <laughs> it was like, ah, better not, better not watch that. No, it was uns- like it was definitely unsettling. I mean, at that age, gore always scared me. Really? For okay. sure. Yeah, I don't know if I got I don't know if that was the trigger for me. Yeah. But maybe it was. He uh he was at a magic show and he filled in for the magician and actually sawed somebody in half. The leprechaun? Yeah. Okay. And so like guts spilled out everywhere and people were grossed out. Gotcha. Um he made a woman's butt get really big and then her lips got really big then her boobs got really big and she exploded Just exploded and that really grossed me out that's kind of like a willy wonka type death though yeah but Which it was more adult it was a little more graphic yeah yeah i've watched more it sexualized yes definitely way, yeah. i've watched it since then um and it's like it's not scary in the least but it's unsettling okay yeah did you ever like when you I'm trying to I can't remember like movies I watched but like when I would go to like sleepovers at that age we would play um like the Bloody Mary game in the mirror yeah or like I think it was Candyman or something yep um and that I remember that freaking me out even like to the point where like I was very afraid uh to um like go into like a bathroom with the lights off no way yeah turn like, those lights even on if i wasn't it. saying it i was i was very concerned yep we uh we had a huge mirror in our bathroom that like took up the entire space of okay. the bathroom yeah and it's i spent hours terrifying. just staring in there thinking about something that was gonna pop out yeah and um there was a door there was a mirror on the bathroom door also so like there was a mirror. So you have a coming at you from both sides. Yeah, uh-huh. but like that weird like depth where like you have a mirror in front of you and a mirror behind yeah, you. Yeah, that's strange. So it's like going, it's repeating itself over and over and over again. Oh yeah, that can be freaky just without the context. Of yeah, Bloody Mary. Yeah. And after staring at it like in a horror movie, like you'd see yourself like times a hundred. It's weird. And you could still see yourself down there. And I was like waiting for me to like just wave when I wasn't waving. Yeah, yeah. Right. It it totally fucks with your mind. Super creepy. Yeah. I didn't I wasn't a big fan of the idea of that. I guess it was cool that like we kind of 
played that to entertain ourselves, but um, I mean, I don't know. It was unsettling. I mean, even if I go into if I go into my bathroom right now and say Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, I'd probably still get a little uneasy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should do it after this. Maybe we should. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm that's almost weird. yeah. Like I know, like I'm, I'm a logical person. I know that's not gonna happen. It's but a delicious drink. Is it? I don't know if it's delicious. I like it at this you point. You like it? Yeah. Right. My adult taste buds have become a fan of it. Okay. If a drink showed up in my bathroom mirror instead, sure. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. But it might be a scary lady. It might be a uh, bloody woman. Yeah. Don't yeah. want that. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. My my ch- like living in fear a lot of my childhood. Just afraid of the basement, afraid of the dark. Yes. Afraid of, I saw Chucky. Chucky scared the shit Ch- out of Chucky me. Chucky was terrifying. Yeah, I think Chucky's unsettling to anybody, until regardless it, of age. Yeah, I mean, until he turned into like a joking, like funny killer doll. Yeah. Until they embraced like the ridiculousness of it. Right, they did kind of go down that path a little bit more. Did you, like, I... um. I had a sister. I still have a sister, but like she had uh, like dolls and stuff. Mm. And one of my friends like also had a sister who had dolls. And like I remember being very creeped out by dolls. Oh, for so especially sure. like stuff that looked a little too human. Yeah, there was uh, there was some of that stuff going on where it's like, well, this could come to life and kill me. Of course, <laughs> why would that not be? Yeah, yeah. I doll. think that's unsettling. I think even to this day, if I see like a doll that's a little too lifelike, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm uneasy. Yeah, kids' rooms that just have dolls everywhere. A doll room is unsettling. And there's definitely movies that play off of that For too, sure. right? I mean, R.L. Stein picked dummies. Picked dummies, right? Is every bit as scary wasn't, as a doll? Wasn't Insidious kind of about that? Did you see that? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, was uh, it was about a, there was something possessed? There was some sort of like uh, um, I, I don't be wrong. No, not that one. It was uh, the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Yes, I was I was mistaking them. Yeah. Yes, but like speaking of, I I love you know especially if it's like around Halloween and like you you go to the theater with friends and stuff like that can be a really fun experience. I like that. I would say I am jumpier than the average person. <laughs> and so I almost don't care for it. Yeah. I like putting myself through that. I guess it's fun. But like, like there's never a moment that makes me more aware of how much of a pussy I am <laughs> than like sitting through that and being caught off guard. Uh, I would love to see that. I feel like we have to go to like. Are look. you not? You don't have that issue? I do not jump. No. You don't? Oh, I, man. I'm the worst with it. Yeah. I, I and, and like. I, every time I go to something like that, I try to put myself in a mind where it's like, okay, not going to let that happen. Uh, but it always does. Wow. And yeah. I, but I'm proud when certain moments don't get me. <laughs> like, like there's this cool like, yeah, fuck you. I saw that coming. <laughs> That's kind of nice. It's a battle throughout it's the whole little, movie. Yeah, it's a little battle. That's all. Yeah. I'm very tense the whole time. Uh, we have to go and see a movie. We should, I heard there's something like called The Witch or something out now. I already saw it. You did? Yeah. Would you like it? I really liked it. Oh, okay. It is very steeped in uh, religion and oh, kind okay. of the fear of possession and the devil being real i'd probably dig that um yeah it's less horror based Mm. than kind of paranoia mixed with i mean there's definite horror in there and it's creepy as shit it's a good movie go see it okay i will Um, yeah i probably will it's it's weird when a movie like that comes out in like you know february though right not peeing just pouring a drink (laughs) i don't know if you picked that up i felt like i needed to address it 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 probably did sound like pee just it's Um, cool to pee (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. 
Derek I'm trying to get you some promotion. Part. There you go. Um, yeah, no, The Witch was uh, very good. And those type of movies, I love seeing by myself. I love just going on my own yes. to go and see you, them. You, will, you won't go with your your girlfriend or something you'll just go alone well i will then generally take her like if i really like it okay and i was like all right this is the right type of scary movie for her because oh. she hates him she's like every bit as bad as you if not worse okay. like jumping yeah and like she loses her mind but to me like there there's no value in me going to that alone especially considering that i'm a jumpy person right like it's gotta be a fun group dynamic or whatever yeah, yeah. and I don't, so I go by myself and really enjoy it, and okay. like don't have to worry about somebody who's just losing their goddamn mind. Right. So I can enjoy it, and then for like the second time, then I'll watch it with her, and it's more of an experience of her just like being up in a ball or like jumping. Because and because especially because you can see what moments are coming. Exactly. And, right. Right. And yeah, for the first year or two of us dating, I would take her to scary movies because we went to, we re- like we rented a paranormal activity or something mm-hmm. and she was just all over the place and it was fun and funny to us. And then like, as we got more into more like horror movies there, I think it was the conjuring. She's like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like She's I'm just like, physically tired afterwards. Whoa. She's like, I've just this is too much. A mess. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Like, and I think it's also part of like, you know, as you start dating more and more, you start to soften a little bit and sure. it's like, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have to pretend to like this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, her part and mine was like, all right, yeah. I don't, I don't want to put you through this. Right. Right. So, okay. We have not, uh, you know, for really. Halloween, show like, all right, we yeah, can do th- one a year. I think that's very nice. Like, especially if you're in that sort of spooky season or whatever that is Halloween. Yeah, fucking go for it. Yeah, Halloween, I think, is my favorite holiday. Really? Love it. No shit. Love that atmosphere. Love that ABC family, just like 13 days of Halloween. It's and cool. Just, I like when there's like horror movies on uh, TV. Sleepy Hollow on TNT. Oh, all yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That is really cool. I, I do prefer it in a group setting, but if I'm at home and it happens to be like something like that happens to be in, right. it's like, yeah, dude, a good atmosphere type, just like in the fall and something that's kind of spooky, but not like outright horror. Mm. I love like or else like Goosebumps, the show, Are You Afraid of the Dark, the all show. those like kids shows, um, even like Dexter's Laboratory or like Powerpuff Girls. Like, all those animated shows had a little, like, sinister to them. A little bit, yeah, in, in the form of villains and stuff. Yeah, Courage mm-hmm. the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, definitely that one, yeah. Yeah, all those, like, where it wasn't outright horror. But well, there were elements of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that type of stuff. No, of, like, friendly. It's cool. Yeah. And yeah, as jumpy as I am and as self-conscious I am about that, it's cool to, like, have that time of year where it just like hits the spot. I love it. You know, how do you feel about haunted houses? At this point, just get the fuck out of here. No, <laughs> I don't. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as an adult, it's like, well, that's stupid. Um, I, I think I've always hated, like, again, being really jumpy. I've, right. I've hated them. And that I, I am jumpy and just didn't you enjoy did. it after a while. Cause like, I mean, that taps into like the sort of psychological thing, like where I might be in physical danger. I I have to jump. Right. Like this is I'm not just staring at a screen here. Right. I lived in uh, Orlando for a little bit and the Universal Studios has this like Halloween Horror Nights where they do like top notch like makeup and effects. And like it was honestly really cool to experience. But 
again, never have I ever been more aware of how much of a pussy I am. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, in sixth grade, I was in the Boy Scouts, uh-huh. and we went to a huge haunted house in St. Louis. Okay. And that was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. Sure. Like, I always think back on that. Also, there was a new radio station that just came out, Z1077, and I was a big fan of it, and I wanted to share it with everybody in the car. And we listened to it, okay. and it was fun. Third Eye Blind came on, and like all these... like not get any that. We were so into it, and then like, we went and to this haunted house, and it was so much fun. Then we went back and listened to the radio on the way back. Yeah. And it's just one of my favorite kid memories. But like, so... But as an adult, you're like, I don't give a fuck about haunted houses. Yeah, the jumpiness. Well, well to me, it feels like an an activity for like teenagers, right? And that's and that's it. You know, once once you once you're 23 years old, you can't really go to a haunted house anymore. I think I would go with friends because I'm pretty sure I would be. No, but like, wouldn't you be the oldest person there? No, you well, don't think? Ah, uh, probably. Probably, but at the same time, like when you're actually in the haunted house and it's a good haunted house, you don't really care, or I wouldn't care who's around me. I would just be in it with like my six friends. Yeah. And I would assume, knowing my friends at least, there'd be people who would be more scared than I would be. So I would just watch them lose their mind and it would be funny. You have that advantage, right? Yeah. You would be the the friend. I'd be that friend. I'd be the (laughs) other friend who is like the most terrified. So we should go to a haunted house together. I mean, and yeah, if see you want, scary I don't know. Movie. A scary movie, I will totally go to haunted house. At this point, it's like okay, there's only high schoolers here, and I'm also uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So there's no real advantage to it. A scary movie, at least I'm having fun, right? You know, because there's not actual supposed danger, right, in your head, right? Uh, I went to see. Halloween, the original movie, uh-huh. uh, last Halloween at the Logan Theater. That's fucking cool. Yeah, far. I didn't know they did that there. But so it much stands fun. to reason, right? So much fun. I love just with a big crowd. I'd uh-huh. seen it before, and like as a kid, like AMC showed all the Halloween movies, of course, right? And I didn't really get it. Like they said, like oh, the first Halloween yeah. is the classic. The other ones are crap. Mm-hmm. When I kind of watched it, I was like, I don't get this. And then one time I watched Halloween by myself all the way through. And it's so good. It's fantastic. I love it. Cool. Because he stalks them for like an hour. Yeah. And just kind of behind bushes or in it's a car. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's such a good build. And then like once it finally hits, like it is yeah, really good. I brought a friend who was visiting and then the girlfriend. Okay. And she's like, yeah, I'll go and see this. This is an old movie. And then like those last half hours, she's just all over the place. Just she, was, she, was, like, she wasn't expecting on. it to be. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing, like especially with the lo- a lot of like the older horror movies, is that you think that because they're so dated, they can't be scary anymore. Right. But that's not usually the case. Like they can hold up. Yeah, some definitely better than others for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I imagine if I watched Leprechaun or something, I'd be like, <laughs> "Well, this is just stupid." Yeah, I don't think anybody, mm-hmm. even at the time, thought that was a <laughs> classic scary movie. Right. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Big fan. Uh-huh. The original. I don't know if I've seen it. Scary and good. Yeah. Yeah. I cool. like it. Um, I'm glad that this just kind of devolved into talking about scary movies, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, at the very least, it'll get people to go and see some scary movies that are good. No, maybe. I was going to say maybe we release this during Halloween, but 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean that uh, that Uber shooter joke is just lost. Then that's true. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't want to lose that. <laughs> Real topical reference uh, no. to death and uh, how terrible the world is. Right. Well, do you have any questions? Or like, oh. we are getting close to the end. Okay. Well, my questions were. Let me. All right. Let me see. Let me. My questions were very like uh, specific to Arl Stein. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess okay. We talked about Arl Stein, like how he had uh, those little puns or quips that he put on the front cover of the Goosebumps books. Right. He also used to write humor books too. Wow. And so I wanted to ask if there's if you ever experience a relationship between comedy and fear, because uh, I'll often laugh. To sort of hide fear or to be, uh, to kind of put on a brave face. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any tangible examples, but is that something like you relate to? Okay. Is that a defense mechanism? I think so too. Yeah, yeah definitely. There are, there are certain times, I mean, I would say movies is probably the most obvious example. Like where you're laughing. I mean, it's crazy when something like really does get you and make you jump like the only choice you really do have is to laugh it off yeah or else you just look like you're yeah there are certain scenes where like it's so overwhelming and like my default is oh my god oh my god yeah and it is something to break that tension yeah because it's fucking crazy and it yeah it's just so overwhelmed i have no choice Mm. and there's laugh in there but there's also oh my god yeah which is genuine fear Mm mm-hmm so yes, I think laughter okay. is um well even like, you know, the jail story, like laughing at that moment. I think yeah. It, just, it's right. It it kind of helps ground you yeah. or something or at least uh, gives you a familiar association for the whatever you're going through. Yeah. I don't know if that if that helps or if I mean if I what was the value is there. If I was about to die, I don't Think I would? You don't like, think you'd laugh if a grizzly bear was ripping at me? I had very little laughter. I think at that point. That's true. I don't know. I think yeah. I think then you, there's a point if like just fear and everything takes over. What if you were uh, like being executed like in a guillotine? Would you laugh? That yes, I would too. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but like being mauled by a bear, there's not <laughs> a lot of time to laugh. That is, I think that is the dream that I have the most: bear or lion. That's a good animal, by the way. Oh, not a good animal, but like a good animal <laughs> for your earlier question Which, when you said shark and I said snake. Right. I think a bear is a good is yeah. a contender too because oh, those boy. things will fuck you up. Very scary. It, that, and then that is my fear of the other person oh that always scares me of then like the girl from being attacked by a bear and like and you're, then you're just helpless try like it's like all right my i'm just gonna get eaten too there's no way i could just let her be or really anybody How do you fight a fucking bear yeah like there's unless you have a gun right you're fucked oh um yeah that is that type of just being completely overpowered mm-hmm. and just you know you're done for yeah grizzly man that movie that documentary oh that guy is something else <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the idea of yeah him and this girlfriend are probably not his girlfriend after watching that documentary um was he out there alone though no he was with his he was, he was with, with the girl yeah oh, she and they would died like, together yeah. oh no shit and i actually like kind of went 
to try and find the audio of them being attacked. Like, oh, you went down there and immediately. Hole. Well, that one I still don't think the audio that I heard was real. Okay, because uh, the movie makes a big point of like the like, director destroying it with yeah. the woman and everything. And right, right. So yeah, you might have found some phony. Yeah, it thing didn't sound quite real enough. But I mean, it was definitely like purposefully upsetting and like you know this guy sure. i mean it was well if it it sounded real but i don't know if it was a real one okay so bears and uh okay so the other movie that i have never watched because it Ooh. I, I don't think i could deal with it okay uh is open water I did see that. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, if you have a fear of sharks, that's really fucking scary. But on top of that helplessness where just this boat has left you. Yeah. And you just can't go anywhere. No. Yeah. that That's crazy to think about. You I mean, just, have you ever been on a cruise before? Or I have any? not. No. I think I, I've done it once and it's uh, it's very unsettling just how vast the ocean is. Yeah. And thinking about like falling off that boat and just like what are the odds of somebody finding you? This is so fucking huge. I'm either going to drown or get eaten by something. Right. That that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That, that taps into a type of fear that I don't know if I would even remotely enjoy getting into when watching that movie. Yeah. I don't know if I had any fear. Like I remember watching that movie and it's an interesting play on it, but I don't, and there was this feeling of like, oh, God, that's so terrible. But I don't know if I was ever so troubled by it where I had to turn it off. Yeah. It seems so unlikely. Really? I yeah. guess, yeah. And see, it seems so, like, realistic to me that, like... If I get, it, but at the same time, it's probably more realistic than, like, a demon possession. And I'm afraid of that. So who knows how the fucking brain works. Right. You yeah. know? And I'm sure, like, it's that type of just building up yeah. in your head to make it almost seem worse than it actually is. Probably, yeah. There, There is, like, a crazy helplessness to that setting, but I don't know why it really didn't affect me so much. Yeah, and I, I think that is the big thing that isn't full-on animals or demons. It's helplessness, I think, is the scariest thing in my mind. It's weird because, like, humans have climbed their way to the top of the food chain, but we don't really deserve to be there. (laughs) The only reason we deserve to be there is because we've outsmarted all these animals. Right. But, like, physically... Our natural, just our hands and feet. Yeah, are not that great. No. Yeah. Yeah, our fingernails give me claws. Yeah, I'd rather have some Wolverine situation going on. Just like R.L. Stein. (laughs) Yeah, give me... Give me a mole on my head and the and these claws and this large mouth that can just pick up a child and run. Kid. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I think we've hit the end. This is yeah, man. This has gone really fast. Yeah, this hour. I mean, we were we were chatty to begin with. Yeah, I think we had a chatty day. Um, so we uh, we just talked that hour away, even without a goddamn werewolf. And I would have loved to interview Werewolf R.L. Stein. Yeah, if we could get like a a crate or a, a kennel or something, and yeah. we could just have the wolf sit in. Just put the mic in there. It would have been fine. It would have been pretty good. Maybe he would have turned back to normal and. It would have just been R.L. Stein in a cage, and we could have been fine with that. Yeah, and I don't. Th- I think he would understand. He probably understand. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been We Book Celebrities. I have been Danny Schill. I'm Dan Muller. You guys have a good night. Later or morning or morning or lunch. Later. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.